0: Here's your host, John Chapman.
2: What is going on, 49ers fans? I am with you on the road still in Atlanta from my hotel. I believe this is the fifth place I've recorded from this week, which is a lot of fun. Every single time we've done a show, I'm in a new spot, which is fun. This is our kind of turning into our flagship episode the weekly game preview scouting report predictions bets of the week all those things and so i want to say thank you hashtag cc's coming in all the countdown crew what's up mariah what's up troy um And what we're going to be doing, and got to give credit to where credit's due, Coach Cruz, you know, on the back end, doing a lot of this research, pulling in his connections and all that stuff. Just want to say thank you to him. He's today's executive producer, and we got the man Clayton behind the scenes bringing it in. I see Coach Cruz in the chat there, man. Appreciate all you do for us, brother. So what we're going to do, we're going to dive into kind of what the Falcons have accomplished or perhaps left on the field this this year. We're going to go in what they're good at, what they're bad at, where some of these matchups are that you can exploit but also where some of these matchups that the 49ers got to be wary of. There's one that just stands out. It's highlighted. It scares me. What's up, Eric? Glad to see you too, man. Um, So so let's dive in. The Falcons have played everybody's close. Every single team they have played have been decided by one possession, whether they win or lose. Now they're two and three. Uh, They're not a good team, but perhaps they're better than everybody thought, than I gave them credit for. Um, I thought that this would be one of the worst teams in the NFL. They have proven that they are not that. They're scrappy, but they're still far from success. Not going to be a playoff team. I don't see that happening, even though they're, you know, one game below 500. When you leave winnable games out there continuously, it causes problems, and it starts to catch up with you. So the Falcons came soaring back last week and almost pulled it off. That's kind of the M.O. with this team whether it's against the Rams or the Bucks, which I consider both to be pretty good teams. Bucks must better, better than the Rams. And almost pulling off that victory, you know, the refs definitely stepped in and helped Tom Brady. That's just going to be what it is. But they're a scrappy team that they found their identity and we'll go over all those things. They're just not, they don't know how to win. Their coaching staff doesn't know how to win. Their quarterback doesn't know how to win. Their defense doesn't know how to win. The locker room just hasn't built that culture yet. And I just don't see that coming soon. Um, now, the mobility of Mariota, that's a problem. How much they run the ball, that's an issue. There's definitely some issues there. But if you add up all of the three losses by the Rams, they've only lost by a combined 11 points. They play people close. A win here would be everything um, for the 49ers. I, I just think it would be huge, um, especially going into next week. You've got, you know, the pesky uh kansas city chiefs coming in which are a great top tier team make no mistakes this the falcons are not a quote-unquote top tier team so you need to handle business in games like this to make games like that more salvageable um where your season doesn't depend on it because look if you're three and three next week going in kansas city that's not where you want to be four and two all right now you've got a little bit of leeway and grace in the way in which that game goes, but there's going to be a lot of starters out. Let's just be really, really honest. Armstead Kinlaw out. Uh, Bosa is questionable. He practiced today, even though it's a walkthrough. I do not expect Bosa to be out there. I would not play him if I was the coach. Would not play him. Um, Now, if you look at the Falcons, they're missing some guys too. Two and three on the year. Listen to their weekly games and how they panned out. Lost to the Saints by one. Lost to the Rams by four, beat the Seahawks by four, beat the Browns by three, lost to the Bucks by six. It's close. And the 49ers being five points, some places five and a half point favorites, yeah. I think the 49ers, and I'll ruin the suspense. I mean, we're not a hot take episode or whatever, so that's cool. I do have the 49ers winning this game. I don't want to give away all those points. I don't like it. I will be sharing our bets of the week, some of our bets of the week, um, at the end of this show. Now, um, if you look at kind of what they do offensively and defensively, they're tied for 20th in points allowed as a defense. They give up 24 and a half points a game. That's a lot. If 49ers score 24 points this game, they're winning that. So what the Falcons have to do is step up and overperform what they've done against – a better offensive squad than a lot that they played against. Defensively, they're eight, or sorry, offensively, they're 18th in points scored. They're scoring 23.6 points per game. And now they're gonna be playing the best defense that they've seen all year. The Bucks were great, A great defense, I think top five, top three for sure. I'm giving the nod to the 49ers, even though they're missing mostly in Kinlaw and Armstead and Jimmy Ward and probably Bosa. I believe in this team's defense, the 49ers. Now, pro football focus rankings, let's compare them just analytically on a snap by snap basis, right? Falcons versus 49ers. PFF rankings Falcons, eighth overall. 49ers, third overall. Falcons offense, sixth overall. 49ers, 20th offense overall. So there's the nod, right? Falcons can score with anybody, they can't stop very many people, however. Defense, 20th for the Falcons, 49ers. First by a landslide, special teams, Falcons 11th, um, 49ers 28th, uh, just finished the special teams breakdown. It's loading currently. I'll have that um, posted on our Patreon um, this evening once it finishes. Uh, hotel Wi-Fi is not the best for upload speeds, uh, crazy enough. Who would have guessed? Uh, <laughs> but we have finished every single snap um offense defense special teams for our patreon viewers and if you've missed that we do it the entire season every preseason game regular season game playoffs every offense defense special team snap broken down um, with the all 22 showing everything whether we're on the road or not doesn't matter that's available for you so if you want to go sign up as soon as you sign up you get access to all of it going back two and a half years we we got it all there now head coach for the falcons is arthur smith He's nine and 12 in his two seasons, uh, second season as the Falcons head coach. And, you know, they went seven and 10, which I thought was pretty good for them last year. I thought they did better than anticipated. I think they're going to do better than anticipated again. He's a fiery guy, not the best head coach coming over from Tennessee. Um, you want to look into his kind of like background and kind of all the stuff. And, you know, his dad with FedEx is the founder of FedEx and all those things. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, and if you want to see the film breakdown of the Falcons, that is up, um, with the 49ers cutback crew, we, we started working with them all 22. You want to see their special teams, offense, defense, what their schemes are, tendencies are, we go through and show you, um, that's up as well over on our Patreon channel. So that's there now 49ers injuries. There's a lot Bosa don't expect on plays questionable. Um, you yeah, know, I think Tarverius Moore will be back on special teams. That's huge. Ken laws out. I do expect Ty Davis price to be back this week, which. Not that I expect him to get a bunch of carries. I wouldn't be shocked if Tevin Coleman gets carries ahead of him after what he did last week. But it gives you a little bit more leeway to where, hey, if somebody does get banged up in the backfield, you don't have to throw Debo back there right away. Uh, we already saw that We already saw that Kyle Shanahan trust Ty Davis Price enough to get him snaps and to get him out there. Um, Derek, I see you. He said faithful in L.A., wide out. Yeah, that's the plan um but i will be honest i don't have a white jersey with me I, I packed all my stuff i've been in carolina and atlanta i didn't pack a white jersey because i was like oh we'll be on the road we're red i didn't think about it i didn't plan ahead so maybe I, I don't know if i can come across a white 49ers jersey before then um i'll figure something out uh but anyway yeah that's the plan because the falcons wear red and black and their seats are red and black so if you want to stand out we're hoping people wear white um we'll see how that kind of goes which it again Man, short-sighted John Chapman. I, I did not plan that accordingly. Um, Armstead, Kim they're out. Oh, Derek says I can bring one for you. All right, I'm an extra large. Uh, you got one. I'll sport that bad boy. Um, good news, Robbie Gold, not on the team's injury report. So looks like we're gonna have our kicker, which is you know, huge. Um, Trent Williams still out. Tyler Croft, he's questionable, um, which is interesting. And I don't think Verette's gonna be activated. He didn't even practice last two days, had some soreness. Shanahan talked about that today. So they're they're going to, Verrett's not even going to be activated this week. But I've said for a long time, I wouldn't activate him this week either. I don't think it's time for him. You have the Young Bucks. This is the Young Bucks time. My pecking order, Samuel Womack. Well, first, hold on. Let's go top to bottom. Charvarius Ward in a league by himself. Then you got the young guys, Diamondour Lenore. Then Samuel Womack. Then you got Ambry Thomas. So you got those three guys. To man those two other cornerback spots. Could you move Demo outside and Samuel Mombach back into the slot? Sure. I like that. If you if you have Demo number one, you know, out of those young guys, why not? He'll get more snaps that way. So let Womack go back to the nickel spot, slide Demo outside. I'm cool with that. And I do expect to see all three of them. I really, really do. Um, and so I, I fully expect that. Now the Falcons, their biggest injury concern is Kyle Pitts with a hamstring. He's questionable. Um, Coach Arthur Smith said he's questionable. He did practice today. I expect him to play. But with hamstrings, man, you tweak that bad boy, you're done. DUN. So something to watch. I mean, make no mistake. He's a top four pick. He's incredible. But we'll see what happens there. Drake London, he's questionable, but he's going to play. And he played last week. Not worried about that. Michael Walker, their linebacker, again, another guy that's questionable. Uh, Starting linebacker Isaiah Oliver, I think he's going to be back. Um, And then they've got their starting running back, Corderell Patterson, out as well. Damian Williams out as well. So they're missing several running backs as well, just like the 49ers are. Now, the history of this series, you know, the 49ers lead it. They used to be in the same division. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, The 49ers lead the series 48-32 to with one tie, And the 49ers have won four out of the last six. They met last year in December and just dominated the game. 49ers won um, 31 to 13. Matt Ryan was all right. Jimmy Ward had a Jim, uh, Sorry, Jimmy Garoppolo had a Jimmy stat line. 18 of 23, 235 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. Now, never, this is a weird stat. Never in the history of Jimmy Garoppolo has he gone three consecutive games without throwing in interception. He's got back-to-back games up. Now Were there interceptable passes in those last two games? Yeah, you bet you re-read there. have been quite a few, actually. Um, But, hey, um, they play defense for a reason. If Jimmy doesn't throw an interception this game, game over. The 49ers will win this. They are the better team. They have the better depth. I think they have the better coaching staff. Um, It's hard to pick a spot where the Falcons are better than the 49ers. Um, So I, I just really think, even if you go back to last year or last time they played, Jeff Wilson, 21 rush attempts, 110 yards, one touchdown. That's exactly what we're hoping for. Um, Debo, six rush attempts, 29 yards, one touchdown, and had four catches for 60 yards. So we were already in the identity that the 49ers have now December last year. You remember? And so we're going to be all right. Pitts, he had four catches for 77 yards against us last year. Um, I, I think that's one of the things that I think we'll see. Now, if you are coming out and if you are in Atlanta, you got to come party with us. We've got the 49ers Rush Road Trip going. We've got the tailgate. We've got the Saturday party, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. We are going to be at the Hudson Street Grill. There's several of them. We're going to be at the one downtown right next to the stadium. That way we can party and walk over to the stadium together and show it. One of my favorite things every week is just walking in this giant, massive crowd of Niners fans and just get all the comments. Uh, people asking, man, y'all charter your own plane? Like all that kind of stuff. It's awesome. And you're walking with, you know, hundreds of 49ers fans together. It just makes a statement. 49ers have the best fan bases in, in sports. And if they don't have the best, it's definitely top five. And I think you show that to some of these fan bases, which, man, I think Atlanta sports their team, but they're not the 49ers. Let's be let's be very, very blunt and very, very honest. Um now let's look at some of the new additions. And I think this is this paints the correct picture for the Falcons. They got a lot of new faces. They are a completely rebuilding team. Drake London, Arnold Ebeketti, Troy Anderson, Desmond Ritter, D'Angelo Melo, Tyler Agier. Those are all new starters this year. Um, that's a lot, and that's not all. Like most of those guys came over in the draft, right? Marcus Mariota, Rashawn Evans. Lorenzo Carter, Casey Hayward, Elijah Wilkinson, offensive line, Bradley Pinion goes to Christmas Pass um, is their punter. Like over half of their new starters, they just, had their rebuild. It's a rebuild. So much so they sent away their linebacker who was on injured reserve. So he hasn't had much of an impact. They just trade him for pennies on the dollar. So this is not a team that is established. This is not a team that has a lot of cohesion. It's a rebuilding team that is trying to figure out who they are and how to win games. And so it's interesting. Now, here we go. Let's do this. Let's dive in. Let's focus on the Falcons defense, okay? Because I think this is the most exploitable group in this game. And that's, you know, 49ers, offense, defense, special teams, Falcons, offense, defense, special teams. This is the one. This is the one where it's like, ooh. Not good. Um, let's go through some of these stats. They're 15th out of 32 teams in red zone touchdowns allowed. So 12 touchdowns allowed in 21 position, uh, red zone possessions. If the 49ers are anywhere close to this, game over. 16th in rushing touchdowns allowed. They allow one a week. 49ers are up there, top of the list. They force seven turnovers in five games. That's good, but their offense is also turning over the ball at an incredible rate. So they're actually negative in the turnover category as a whole. Can't do that and play winning football. 29th in passing yards allowed. Garoppolo should be able to cook. AJ Terrell's amazing, one of my favorite players in the NFL. Their corner. He has had a bad start to the season. Very bad. 27th in total yards allowed. 24th in yards per pass. 27th in third down percentage. These are not the categories you want to be in going against the 49ers. And probably my least favorite well, maybe most favorite from a 49 er standpoint, they allow 4.6 yards per rush. Ain't going to do it. That ain't going to do it. Um, 27th and defensive DVOA, they're just not good. Having said that, they do have a deal breaker at defensive tackle. Grady Jarrett, you guys – single-handedly wrecked us a few years ago. And there it is, Josh, the man, the myth, the legend. He knows his football. He says, Grady versus Brindle scares me a lot. You know, just went through all the offensive plays. I got to be honest with you. I think Jake Brindle might be the worst center in the entire NFL. Um, I counted 22 negative plays from him. And not like, okay, not good play. No, no, 22 bad plays where he single-handedly ruined the offensive play Versus the Panthers. Now, Dwayne Brown, he's incredible first-round pick. I think Grady Jarrett's better. And so you're getting the Falcons' best player. I don't care about Pitts. I don't care about Drake London. I'm telling you right now, Grady Jarrett is the Falcons' best player against the 49ers' worst player by a considerable margin. By a considerable margin. Jake Brindle has been absolutely awful consistently through five weeks. I think his best game was against the Rams. Um, it wasn't a good game. It was still bad, but it was his best game so far. If he continues at this pace, I don't understand why nobody else has gotten snaps. You know, you've got Brunskill's back, and he's got work at right and left guard. I don't know why he's not taking snaps at, at center. Like, I can't stress how bad we are at center. It's bad. It's really, really bad. I'm serious whenever I say the absolute worst center in the NFL. I've never seen worse center play than this. Um, And, you know, Bobby says this. Hopefully we can snag a center from a team uh, that is out of the playoff race. Now, here's a legitimate concern. And this was brought up by several different people. Teams don't trade centers. There's not that many good centers. I agree with that. I understand that. The Colts are the team I would watch. Ryan Kelly's their center, and if they get out of playoff contention – they already got an old quarterback that's going to be retiring after this year. Man, Ryan Kelly is a perfect fit. Is he great? No, but I do consider him a top-10 center. He has had the best year. I'm telling you right now, if if John Chapman was the GM of the 49ers, I'm going all in and I'm calling almost every single team. What do you want for your center? What do you want? What do you want? If it's a player-for-player player trade, cool. If it's a draft pick trade, cool. We got third-round picks out the wazoo. I think you could pull something with one of those picks. And it's not that I don't like Jake Brindle. I think Jake Brindle is a great backup center, not starter caliber, not at this point, not at any point. Um, And I I really do hate how the 49ers kind of went into this season and have handled that position. You know, Brunskill was supposed to be there. He's got injured once, got injured again. But, uh, I I mean, I know you were hoping Alex Mack came back, but – On top of that, you've got playoff basketball actions on the horizon. And this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than 2 blocks. Lillard, 4 3-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 again that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy
0: support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
2: Yeah, it's my biggest flaw. It's my biggest question mark of of this front office so far. Is man, you know, obviously Creed Humphrey was amazing last year, but I ain't even mad at Creed Humphrey anymore because we got Aaron Banks, who has been really, really good. Has he been Creed Humphrey good? No, but that was a that was a hit. They hit that pick. Uh, Aaron Banks was a hit. We didn't think so last year, but we know it now. Center, maybe Nick Zakil, maybe Jason Poe long term can step in there, but. Jeez, man, you got to do something. Maybe – I don't know. You got to do something. Anyway, I I keep going on about this. But that's the biggest matchup of the game, Grady Jarrett versus Jake Brindle. That's it. If we are just – if Grady Jarrett just has a good game, it's over. You can't let him have that all-world game. That's what I'm worried about. Weaknesses, A.J. Terrell, Terrell, he's been bad. Got a 55.6 grade so far, but he's been great before that. Um, Defense is the worst um as far as like allowing average plays per drive 6.9 plays per drive that's exactly what Kyle Shanahan wants to do a lot of plays Michael Walkler struggling at the linebacker position and injured who not too worried about it really not too worried about it now before we go over um to the offensive side of the ball real quick let's get a quick word from our sponsor You guys know what it is. It is winning season at MyBookie. As always, if you want to enjoy the football games, 49ers, or just NFL, or really any sport in general, you can bet on anything over there. MyBookie.ag. We've been with them for years. Very trusted site. Get your money in. Get your money out easily. And on top of that, all season... Double deposit bonus. Whenever you first deposit your money, let's say you deposit 250 you get $500 credited to your account if you just use our promo code 49ERS or scan this QR code right to the side of me if you're watching this on YouTube. And, again, it just sets you up completely. MyBookie is incredible. Bet with us. We're on Patreon. We share our bets every single week, all season long. So join us. MyBookie.ag, promo code 49ers. Bet anytime, anywhere with my bookie all right we'll be sharing some of our bets of the week a little bit later in this episode and man we crushed it last week we crushed it the week before um we're just going to keep moving forward man just uh, once we start to realize what these teams are and what can accomplish and thankfully we know the 49ers pretty well so we've gotten pretty well with our our you know bets there so i'll be sharing that um oh what's up eddie says my son and i are coming to the rush road trip party tomorrow so excited eddie to meet you guys and to hang out with you guys and build that community. The, the best thing about it is when people come out to the 49ers rush road trip, um, they usually come back. And that is awesome. I love building um, those relationships. Um, it, it, it's awesome. Oh, look at this. Our producer coming in red hot. Uh, Michael Walker has been downgraded to out. Um, so the linebacker that has struggled and they traded away Deion Jones. So they are out, not one, but two linebackers for this game. If Shanahan and Garoppolo are good at anything, it's creating leverage against linebackers and coverage, forcing them to come up and help the run, dropping the ball behind them, things like that. So that's something that I definitely want to watch. Now let's talk about the Falcons offense, which has been good. It's been really, really good. You look at their DVOA. That's kind of the holistic snapshot of everything they do. They're 10th best, right? 32 teams. So they're in the top 10. 49ers aren't even close to that. Um, and so, so, yeah, let's see here. Oh, what's up, Eddie? says, it's my son's first 49ers game. That is incredible. Way to be a freaking awesome dad. Get him out here, build some memories. That's going to be awesome. I'm excited to see uh, how that's going to go for him. Hopefully we can help build that experience. Now, the Falcons offense, 14th in interceptions. They've thrown four. Um, 24th in passing touchdowns. They've thrown four. And so if you look at them, they're turning the ball over. They're not scoring passing touchdowns. What are they doing well? Well, they're running the ball extremely well. Third in rushing yards, 10th in points, um, 30th in passing yards, 25th in total yards, 9th in red zone percentage. They've only been in the red zone 18 times, but they scored touchdowns 11 out of 18. That's really, really good. So they're running the ball, and they're scoring touchdowns whenever they get in there. Yeah, Josh right there. Got to stop the run. Got to stop the run. Got to stop the run. Um, It's such a big deal. And so guess what? Here's the good news. What is the 49ers defense built to do? Stop the run. Now you're missing some pieces. There's no doubt about it. Oh, still looking. Want to say thank you for the super chat. Thank you so much for your generosity supporting the show. Incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, and I think that these – I think that these statistics kind of tell the story. The Falcons want to run the ball. Look at Arthur Smith. Where did he come from, right? Where did Mariota come from? Tennessee. Now, they had Derrick Henry, and Arthur Smith is trying to show everybody, hey, it doesn't matter if you have, like, a beast workhorse back. You still got to run the ball, and that's what they want to do. So it works, and they have been able to fight back from big deficits while still running the ball. So this is one of those teams that I think this game could be relatively short, which almost all 49ers games are, but this one even more so. Because if you're having both teams run the ball nonstop, the clock's going to keep going. It's just going to keep going. It's going to keep winding. And if that's the case, it's going to be a shortened game. Now, Kyle Pitts is incredible. Drake London's great. Um, the right side of their offensive line is pretty good. You got Lindstrom and McCrary, which, which neither one of them are great, but it's good. Right side of their offensive line is good. Really, really is. Left side, yeah, you got some weaknesses. Wilkerson, their left guard. Dahlman, um, their center, who's the son of the 49ers' former uh, Chris Dahlman, which is awesome. I love that connection. Um We'll see there. Marcus Mariota, he's completed 57% of his passes. Not good. Been sacked 12 times. So even with Bosa, Armstead, Kinlaw, I, I don't care. I fully anticipate Mariota being dirty. Well, stupid turf field. But I, I, fully, I fully expected him getting sacked a lot. He's fumbled four times and lost two of those. No reason. No reason why the 49ers can't get some of those. None. Um. Uh, still, look, he says, think Kyle Pitts is a showpiece or gonna be full go. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I, I think, I think Kyle Pitts is gonna be out there first series guaranteed. We'll see. Uh, are they gonna be running him on go routes? Is he gonna be doing some, you know, out routes, some screens? Hamstrings are weird, and sometimes you know, I, I used to coach track back in the day, and when, whenever it's tight, it's tight, and I would always tell my runners like, you gotta listen to your body. You got to – if it's state and we're there, all right, you got to push it. But this is week six of the NFL, this is a non-divisional game. Falcons do not have to push it. And so if there's anything where it just doesn't feel right, you tell them to sit down. It's the same thing when Nick Bosa in the groin, right? You can feel it if it's not right. And if you re-aggravate it, now you're in trouble. And there's just no sense to do that for either team. Um This – this game's huge in the fact that it can give 49ers just a giant vault ahead and stay one to two steps ahead of the rest of the division. Rams are winning their game. They're playing the Panthers and their four-string quarterback with no coach and no D.C. at home. They're going to be just fine. So they're going to win, but the 49ers' future is not dependent upon this game on the Falcons. Even if they lose, they're still in first place because they own the divisional tiebreaker. They're 2-0. and Rams are 1-1, and right? But if you want to stay ahead – this is a great game to, to continue to do that. And so I think that's what's important. Um, yeah, and yeah, I love it. What's up, Sin? She says Mariota was uh two, Jameis was one when they were drafted. They were both uh yeah, not the best draft. Uh, they just announced Jameis is out. I like Mariota. I think that he's a fun player. His upside severely limited, but we know what that's like. We know what that's like. Um, One of my favorite things we do every week, and again, shout-out to Coach Cruz. I I know that this takes a ridiculous amount of time. Um, The connections between the Falcons roster and the 49ers roster, uh, there are several. Frank Darby, the wide receiver for the Falcons, was teammates and played together at Arizona State with Brandon Ayuk. They were there together. Jalen Mayfield, Ambry Thomas together at Michigan. Chuma Adoga um, and Talano Hufunga played together at USC. So they know each other. Jaleel Johnson, George Kittle at Iowa. You got to go back a little ways for that. Nick Sakel and Dylan Mapin played together at Fordham. How crazy is it? There's not one but two Fordham players in the NFL, and they're both playing against each other. I freaking love that stuff. Uh, that's incredible, incredible. Um, now let's go through just a couple bets of the week. I'll share more of these over on our Patreon. So patreon.com slash podcast. We're getting so close to 400 over there. I want to hit that. So if you're one of those people uh, that has been, man, I should probably check out the Patreon, man, go over there, sign up. You don't like it. Money back guaranteed as always. Uh, Once I get back in L.A., we'll be be doing a Zoom hangout um, a little bit later this month in the next week or two. So uh, look forward to that. And if you're one of those people that's like, man, I don't have time to watch all the film. that's okay. Show up to support Um, the time that you have. Watch what you can, but show up to support. That's what it's about. So. Yeah, some people are there because they want all that content, and that's a great thing. Very appreciative. I think most people are there because they want to support the show and the content and allow these road trips and allow these things to continue. Um, so check that out. And if it's not what you want, cancel, refund, no questions asked. Uh, we, we take care of ours, and we appreciate the support. So I want to say thank you to everybody that's over there. Um, now, here we go. Here's some of these bets. I shared our two-team teaser earlier this week. We're taking – Uh, Teaser, both these things have to happen, right? So we're taking a seven-point teaser. 49ers get plus two at the Falcons, and the Jags get plus nine and a half against the Colts. That's my two-team teaser. My favorite bet this week is the 49ers win by a small percentage. So the 49ers have to win by one to 13 points. If they win in that range, bet 10 to win 13. That's my favorite bet of the week. Um, I love that. And then I'm going on this, man. Debo over. 15.5 rush yards. I like it. Bet five to win 4.3. We'll see there. Um, And, again, if you want to jump in with more of our bets, uh, we post the profits for uh, five straight years. Uh, I think it's five straight years. I get four straight years with my bookie. Um, So, yeah, come join us over there. Predictions, keys to the game. You got to control and limit the Falcons ruddy game. First downs are everything. First downs are are everything. You have to – the best thing you can see as a 49ers defense is second and eight. Second and seven or less, don't like it. Stop them from running early. Stop them from running early. Get them to be pass happy. If Mariota has to throw the ball a lot, 49ers win this game handedly because of the interceptions, because of the sacks, because of the fumbles, because of the penalties. I'm telling you right now, if Mariota's throwing the ball, 49ers got this game in hand. However, if the falcons are putting up 12 13 play drives all right now it's a little bit of a concern um that that's that's a concern um and, and so you got to take care of that now if you look at red zone percentage has been huge for the 49ers scoring touchdowns is key same for the falcons you got to get 7 points when they get 3 now any points are good and i do feel like if the 49ers get to 20 they win this game their defense is just too dang good. I don't see the Falcons scoring 24 points. If the Falcons are going to win this game, it's going to be just like the Bears game. It's going to be just like um, the Broncos game, which are still etched burned into my brain, sadly, where you have teams that is going gone so bad that it's, you know, one of those 17 to 14 games. You know what I mean? Something like that. I don't see the Falcons winning this game 24-21. I I just can't find a way for them to get those points, unless it's from special teams or pick sixes, something along those lines. But hopefully the 49ers shore up some of those things, keep it low. Falcons are giving up almost 400 yards a game. That's a lot. 49ers are set to have long, sustainable drives, give their defense rest. Even though you're down three stud starters on the D-line, you still got the bodies to rotate. Not too concerned about that. Not too concerned about that at all. Make Mariota beat you. Uh, So my prediction for this game, I got the 49ers covering the spread, even though I'm not betting it. I got them winning 27-17. And so I I just – I think the Niners are the better team. Um, I can see it being closer to that, uh, you know, 27-20 perhaps. But I I just think the 49ers are going to be able to muster up enough firepower and enough – their defense is going to do enough. I just think the 49ers are going to win this one. I, I really, really do. Um, CJ says, all pro Fred with the pick six. I love it. Um, Love it. And still looking. He says, what is Patreon exactly? Patreon's uh, basically a platform that you basically subscribe to whoever you choose. It's a giant platform, but you would type in 49ers. I'm the first one that pulls up, and it's a way for you to support the show privately. Uh, you know, we don't have commercials over there. We don't have ads over there. We do a whole bunch of extra episodes. I think we're doing about eight a week right now. Um, just over there, extra shows, all kinds of different stuff. That's all there. And so it's, it, again, you pay, you pick your tier, what you want to do. If you want to do Zoom hangouts, extra episodes, play breakdowns, it's a lot there. We put more content on Patreon than we do YouTube, okay, if that makes sense so go over there check it out it's very very easy a very reputable site and if there's any issues or concerns i am happy to help in any way shape and form that's what i go to first i go through patreon you know dms comments notifications first always then i head over to twitter um and then emails and things like that so uh, whatever way you want to get in contact i always want to be able to help um yeah check it out thank you uh, still looking, appreciate uh, your support and go, go give it a shot go, let's go see what it is so This week's going to be awesome. Um, Our events start tomorrow, which is going to be great, with the 49ers Rush Road Trip. uh, So much great things. I want to say thank you to Clayton, the man behind the scenes. He is incredible. He always freaking crushes it, man. Um, These shows are so much better when Clayton is here. So just want to say thank you, brother. Appreciate you. And as always, man, we've got uh, Kilted 49er and 49ers George 365. Clayton, is there any more questions or comments that I've missed that we want to jump in on? That are questions that I missed. Um, Jack, he asked this. John, how does the special teams fix the problems? Gonna cost us a close game or two. So I'll say this with the field goal unit: all of the issues, the block kicks, uh, the missed kicks, have happened when two or more mistakes happened on the same play. And again, I'm going to load the special team. It's loading now, but I don't know if it's done. I want to check. It. I don't wanna mess up this live broadcast. Um, it should be. It's going to be up within the hour on Patreon when two or more mistakes happen on the same kickoff. So for example, bad snap from Tabor Pepper, which he has had a considerable amount, maybe not bad, but not good. Because if I'm supposed to catch the ball right above my knee and I break this down on the film, okay, if I'm supposed to catch the ball here and get it down, that's one thing. But if I have to catch the ball here and then get it down, you're adding tenths of a second. Now that's not enough to block a kick. Also, Roz Dwelly or Charlie Warner are up wing backs, not doing great. And so they're getting beat to the inside. They're going to beat on the outside and also our A-gap. Um, that's a problem as well, which is what Dwayne Brown blocked through is straight through the A-gap. Well, why did he block it? Robbie Gold kicked a low kick. So you get a bad snap and a low kick. That's enough for them to get a block. So what do you do? Man, consistency is going to be huge. I love Tabor Pepper. Um, He has not been very consistent this year. He's been good, but not consistent. Mitch Wisnowski has been the best holder I have ever seen in film, which is a weird statement to make. Uh, I don't know if that's a flex or not or a cry for help, but uh, Mitch Wisnowski has been incredible. And then Kyle Juszczyk steps in and did an incredible job as well. When uh, Robbie Gold got hurt, uh, that was huge. So special teams coverage on the kickoff, how does that get better? Outside contain. Both those big runs, Ambry Thomas, blue and outside contained. Tyshawn Gibson, blue and outside contained. So on both of those big runs where Robbie Gold got trucked over, uh, it was outside contained. So you're seeing a repetition of mistakes from different players. You're either coaching it or letting it happen. And to let it happen on back to back kickoff returns uh, for the Panthers, that's coaching. So I guarantee you this week, uh, they went on went in huge on outside contain um, and how you know if you're kicking it to the far left, you got to keep them on the left. You can't let them out, and that happened twice. Happened twice. Um, punts have been great. Coverage has been great. Mitch has been great. Snaps in the punt team have been great. So it's not like the entire special teams is bad. Kickoff coverage bad this past week for the first time, um, and then our field goal. Group, they need to sink. They need to sink, and we'll get there. I feel confident about it, but for us to be sitting here at week six and have the 28th special teams unit, not ideal. Uh, not ideal at all. So that's going to show up. That's going to show up hidden, and you can lose close games like that. So all right, guys, appreciate you all so much. Thank you. Um, and, man, oh, I can't wait for game day. Till then, stay strong faithful.